0: From the editorial team at the Northeast News, I'm Elizabeth Orozco, and this is the Northeast Newscast, a weekly podcast where we sit down with community members and leaders to discuss important topics and all things Kansas City. Continuing our Black History Month series, this week we're spotlighting the topic of what it means to be a father. Kobe and Gianna Bryant's tragic passing sparked a hashtag girl dad movement that had millions of men across the world taking pride in their role as fathers to
1: girls. You know, my daughter came into my life like I wouldn't trade her for anything. There's no boy. There's no son that could ever take her place in my life. I mean, you know, she's my world. And, you know, I'm so excited that she's in my life. And I'm, I'm so glad that, that God knew what he was doing. And I didn't have my choice. You know what I mean? Because she, she she is what I needed.
0: That is Loray Easterwood, a radio personality at 100.1 FM, One Kansas City Radio, or as he says, father, realtor, entrepreneur. Loray hosts The Lunch Squad, a weekly radio show, but most importantly, he's a father to a beautiful four-year-old girl who he considers his world. He launched a show called Fridays for Fathers, where he spotlights men in the community, giving 100% to their number one role, being a father. Thank you to Maximus for sponsoring this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. Do you want to be involved with the 2020 Census? Maximus is still hiring customer service reps, but they're almost finished. So stop by their final hiring event Tuesday, February 25th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 7920 Northwest 110th Street to meet the recruiters for on-the-spot interviews or apply online at Maximus.com forward slash census. Again, that hiring event is Tuesday, February 25th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 7920 Northwest 110th Street. Maximus is proud to be an Equal Opportunity Affirmative Action employer. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate you being on our show this week. Uh, We are talking today with Loray Easterwood. You are a member of the Northeast community. You are in the Kansas City area. You're Mm -hmm. doing some great things. Appreciate it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. You are um, also one of the personalities on the One Kansas City radio station. So I kind of want to talk a little bit this week about the things that you do, specifically about one of your shows, which I think is phenomenal and very important Okay. in the community for a lot of folks so yeah. go ahead and give us a little bit of a brief introduction
1: yeah uh like you said my name is Lorray easterwood father realtor entrepreneur and that's my brand you know and and that's everything that encompasses me right so father first of course that's my first and foremost uh my most important role right being a dad my daughter came into my life five years ago and i, I became a different person i feel like my life started over you know, when she came. And so, uh, you know, that's the first thing I mentioned. And then uh, realtor, that's, you know, that's what I do by trade. That's my occupation. That's what I love to do. And then, uh, you know, entrepreneur, I got my hands in a couple other things. One of them particularly is the the video series I have going on, which I have a couple other video series, but that's the prominent one. So, um, so yeah, so that's me in a nutshell.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. So yeah. tell us a little bit about your journey of kind yeah. of how you, uh, you know, growing up and then how you got to your job, specifically at One Kansas City Radio, because, I mean, you're connected here with us at the Northeast News as well.
1: For sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, growing up, well, I'm from Wanda. I'm from KCK, so I graduated from Sumner, went to K-State, got my uh, degree there, so got my bachelor's there. It's real crazy because I grew up a KU fan, so imagine a KU fan going to K-State, but um, so that was a little weird and awkward, but, I mean, you know what it is. I went there for engineering, so uh, and they had one of the best engineering programs, so that's why I chose there. And then, um, you know, outside of that, I've always been a driven person. I got a sales background, uh, which is actually how I got connected with the 1KC Radio is that I worked at Penske. Penske, um, which is the the truck leasing, the yellow moving trucks. And Gennard worked there, the president of 1KC Radio. Oh, okay. So that's how me and Gennard know gotcha. each other. And like I said, Gennard's the president. And so, um, you know, years went by and I ran into Gennard a couple of years ago. And, you know, he told me, you know, he had the radio station going and all that kind of stuff. And he was looking for, you know, positive people to, to host some of the shows. And so it, it's just crazy when I ran into him because I, I was looking to do a radio show. Right. Being an entrepreneur, you know, just always trying to get involved in different things and, you know, finding ways to differentiate yourself and just, you know, providing positive messages. And so radio was a medium that I thought uh, a lot of people didn't have access to. So I thought, you know, hey, why, why don't I go do that? And plus, it's so crazy. Around town, just my whole adult life, I, I hear often, you know, you got a radio voice. You should host a radio, you know what I mean? So You do have a radio voice. Yeah, I appreciate can, that. I Thanks. can confirm that. Appreciate that. Yeah, I hear it all the time. So it was just in my head. I was like, you know what, I, I think that's something I, you know, I might be able to get. Just so happened that that thought went in my head and, you know, I just kind of started manifesting it. And then it just, boom, I run into Gennard. Like, hey, what's up, G? You know, we started chatting. He was like, yeah, I got this radio show and da da da, da. And so I was like, yeah. I'll, you know, he's like, you want to do it? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And one thing led to another. You know, we talked, we met. And then, um, you know, my co-host Lou. I used to work with Lou at Sprint. Mm-hmm. And me and Lou had just had a meeting prior to, um, uh, you know, running into Gennard. And so I, I thought I was going to do the show by myself. And it was going to be based off my Fridays for Father series, which we'll talk to talk about later. I thought that it'd be good to have a co-host to kind of, you know, I mean, I could sit and talk by myself all day, but I thought it'd be good to have somebody that's just different personality, you know, different thought process and have somebody to bounce ideas off of and debate and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I went to Lou and was like, Hey, you want to, you want to do a show? And of course he was with it and he was down and, and we got the lunch squad.
0: So tell us a little bit about the show.
1: Yeah. So the lunch squad, uh, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, Lou is an entrepreneur and so, you know, it's, Pretty much two entrepreneurs That got together And you know We we have guests on Every single week And it's A slash debate show Slash just kinda Again Just wanna highlight You know Positive people In the community so, you know, we've had guests such as Kareem Rush, uh, you know, former NU star, former L.A. Lakers star. His brother, Jerron, has been on there a couple of times. Jerron Rush, you guys know, was huge in the uh, Kansas City sports scene. Uh, both of them went to Pembroke Hill. We've had uh, local artists, local rappers, local singers. Just, I mean, people all across the board, movies and shakers, you know, in, in the city. Yeah, it's just been fun. It's been amazing. We have good dialogue and everything like that on there, highlight a lot of talent and all that. And uh, uh, yeah, it's just been a lot of fun. So
0: how can people tune into that show?
1: Yeah, so people, um, you know, every Friday, we broadcast live every Friday on 1kcradio.org backslash listen or uh, 100.1 FM if you're in in Kansas City around the downtown area. So and then also, you know, we have um, on social media, we're at Lunch Squad KC on Facebook, Instagram. Also, you could download the podcast. So any of your chosen platforms, you know, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, just search The Lunch Squad and just subscribe, and then obviously you get all the, the latest ap- episodes so they drop.
0: Well, Awesome. Thank you so much for kind of giving us a little glimpse into your journey. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nah, I
1: appreciate it. I appreciate it.
0: So today I do want to highlight, um, you mentioned the Fridays with Fathers segment that you have, and this yep. is just like a personal yeah. side uh series that you yep. have correct yeah, okay yeah,
1: on youtube yes on my youtube channel
0: okay so tell us a little bit about the show the purpose of the show mm-hmm. and kind of how it came to be
1: yeah so it's called Fridays for Fathers um it's on my youtube channel you can just search my name Loray Easterwood L-O-R-A-Y last name Easterwood just how it sounds uh you can search me out and my youtube channel will pop up so how it started was where it came from first and foremost I I grew up without a father. Right. And so that, that's always been like just the thing with me is even though I grew up uh, without a father, I, I didn't I never wanted kids. I was just one of those guys. Is You know, I was I was young. I, you know, I had a job. I had a, my car paid off. I had a place. You know, I, I was living a bachelor life. Right. Never wanted to settle down. Never wanted to have kids. And then my daughter came into my life and just just <laughs> changed everything. Right. Turned my whole world upside down. But even though I grew up without a father, you know, I always knew that if I ever did have a kid, I would do everything in my power to be in that kid's life. Right. Didn't want any of my seeds to go through what I went through. Right. Which is wondering, why is my dad not in my bottom? And I feel like I missed out so much in life because my father wasn't around. Uh, So, again, like I said, I never wanted any of my kids to experience anything like that. So anyway, and then also it's sad to say, but. Being a black father, there's just for whatever reason, there's this narrative out there that black fathers aren't active and involved in their kids' lives, right? And so I've I've, I've experienced that myself, just being out about my daughter, uh, just on social media and just seeing stuff around that, uh, yeah, it's just that narrative out there. And so the point of that series is to change that narrative, right? Is to just this highlight the fathers that are active and involved in their kids' lives. And not so much as black fathers, all fathers, right? Yeah, it's just, you know, I enjoy fatherhood. Like I said, I know, obviously, firsthand the importance of having your dad in your life. And so, you know, it's just kind of like, um, you know, just show some shine to the dads that are active and involved and taking care of their responsibilities and, you know, so forth and so on. And so I just wanted to um, do that. It's obviously it's personal to me. I've, I've been on both sides of it. I'm actively involved in my daughter's life. She's my world. I grew up without a father, so I've seen both sides of it, experienced both sides of it, and it's just uh, like I said, just being a dad. I, somebody commented on a post I, I put out recently about the girl dad thing. From you know, you, Kobe said he was a girl dad, so it kind of started this hashtag girl dad movement. And another dad that has all daughters, he he responded to there. He was like, "I don't see how you know men can't be involved in their kids' lives. Like you know, we I just can't compute that. I can't relate to that. You know, I'm sure people have different circumstances. Not judging anybody." You know, I'm sure there's reasons why uh, some dads aren't around in their, in their kids' lives, and again, not judging anybody. Everybody has their own circumstances, so forth and so on. But I mean, if you're able and and, and able-bodied and you know in your right mind, I don't I don't see how you could have a kid and not want to be involved in their kids lives. i just can't relate to that so that's what that that series is about and i get a lot of a lot a lot of good feedback on it and comments and all that kind of stuff so and i got some more videos dropping pretty soon so excited about that
0: you know yeah i actually am a single parent myself yeah. and the father is not involved right. so i i feel it from a different perspective right yeah so it is so good to see right guys really saying hey this is my responsibility yep. to because it really is a narrative you right. know you see and this is something that I've discussed with friends before who are also single parents but when you see a single mom you have this kind of concept of them right and then you look at a single dad and for some reason a single dad is more applauded right than a single mom right yeah and yeah. so it's just this w- different expectation yeah it is yeah of a mother versus a father
1: and i think some of that um i think some of that too is people just kind of automatically assume like like you say it's kind of like an accepted thing that if you're a mother you're going to take care of your kids so for the so on and so and not you know and i want to put this out there too because i have heard some of this based off my series i don't want people thinking That this is a knock on mothers Or mothers aren't applaud Mothers deserve all the love (laughs) They give Mother's Day All that kind of stuff Mothers deserve all the love So this is taking nothing away from mothers Right Nothing at all Again I, I was raised with just my mother right because my father went around so mm-hmm. and I the sacrifice she made and all that kind of stuff is just you know she gets all the praise all everything so you know this definitely is not taking anything away from mothers obviously but um like I said you know it's just in my personal experience it was just trying to trying to change a narrative that I was coming up against which is fathers on around you know that type of thing but yeah I think to your point I think yeah mothers are you know just kind of the ones that are just you you accept or, you know, you kind of just expect the mothers to. So, yeah. So it's like when you do what you're supposed to be doing, you don't get any recognition, which is not saying it should be that way. But I guess that's kind of right, the thing, you know. Yeah. So it's almost like, you know, even with fathers, it's like you, you hear about the ones that aren't around and, the you know, but the ones that are doing their thing, you, you know, don't really. Not that people ask for a recognition, but, you know. So, yeah, I think that's kind of the same thing to your point, what you were saying.
0: Thank you to Maximus for sponsoring this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. Do you want to be involved with the 2020 Census? Maximus is still hiring customer service reps, but they're almost finished. Don't miss out on this rare opportunity to impact your community. Stop by 7920 Northwest 110th Street to meet the recruiters for on-the-spot interviews or apply online at Maximus.com forward slash census. Maximus is proud to be an equal opportunity, affirmative action employer. You kind of hit on it earlier, but just what happens when you grow up without a father? Which I think, like you said, everybody can have different circumstances or have different uh, experiences in life or different reasons why. Right. But I think there is this overarching gap of missing fathers in the community. Right. And... You know, it's just very hard to kind of pinpoint a reason why. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you have fathers in prison. You have fathers uh, who, like you said, are maybe not able-bodied or capable or different different reasons why. But just having the importance of having these father figures around. So right. in your show, yeah. The Fridays with Fathers, tell us a little bit about maybe the kinds of things you talk about, the guests that you've had, and kind of the goal and vision with that
1: show well the thing we talk about it in fatherhood you know we, we, we talk about fatherhood uh, we talk about um how important the kids are in their lives what their occupations are what they do how their kids uh you know motivate them affect them so forth and so on so yeah it's just we just talk about fatherhood um there was one guest in particular you go to my youtube channel and, and read up on it but he had a form of cancer i can't remember what it's it was so rare to where they. I don't think they really have a name for it. Like there's a a large group that it belongs in. So you know he said that, but he just talking about how he has this rare form of cancer, and like just me and you sitting here like this. Like he, you know, I was talking to him, interviewing him, but he said like there's this constant pain he goes through. Now you can't tell by looking at him because he's so numb to it by now. But he was talking about that, and then he has a son, and just talking about how he's just tried to do the normal stuff and. The parent stuff But he's got this pain And this All this he has to deal with I believe He didn't come out And really say this But I think I believe that He's only Enduring what he's enduring Because of his kid He wants to be around For his kid And I think his kid Gives him added motivation To keep going And keep You know Keep pushing And don't give up And you know And just Try and take his own life Or whatever You know Like I said He didn't say those words But I kind of got that sense From him That his his son Has a lot to do with Why he continues to push And, and endure What he's enduring but, yeah, I mean, those are the kind of stories, you know, and like I said, you know, different – you know, they all have their own story. All the fathers I interviewed have their, have had their own stories. Uh, Jerron Rush is one I'm going to interview soon. I uh, just talked to him. He was just on, you know, the Lunch Squad recently. and um, We're going to set up an interview. So, he – I'm very, very interested to see, uh, you know, what his story is with his daughter. But, um But, yeah, I mean, like I said, every dad has their own story. And so um, it's just interesting to see the motivating factors and just how we all relate to each other, you know.
0: So you um, touched on this a little bit, but, you know, Kobe's passing and how trending the hashtag girl dad dad movement is. And you have a little girl. I do. So kind of tell us a little bit about maybe did that have an impact on you at all?
1: Oh, huge, huge. Um. You know, when Kobe passed, it had an impact on me as a basketball fan. Um, and I'm, I'm not really an NBA fan per se, but I, I'm a fan of players. And so when Kobe passed, like, and I said we, we had a, actually a tribute show on the Lunch Squad show. We had a tribute show about Kobe, but I, I said it on there that never met Kobe, but I just had this connection with him, you know. Um, he was my second favorite player to watch of all time behind Jordan. And so, and I was constantly defending him, like, in different arguments about who's the best of all time, so forth and so on, I was constantly defending and bringing up Kobe, I just felt like as great as he was, I still think he was underrated as a player, so yeah, when he passed, it it was rough, but then also, like you said, seeing um, a lot of the stuff about him and his daughters, in particular, Gigi, you know, the one that died with him on a uh, helicopter, just seeing a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of the pictures they had, and just there was a, that interview that Kobe had where he was talking about, you know, um, he's a girl dad, you know, that he had four daughters, of course. And, you know, people would say, hey, you need a son to carry your legacy. And he was just kind of like, but uh, my girls can do that. my girl, You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And so, uh, yeah, because, I mean, that's the same bond I have with my daughter.
0: Can't you just see in those pictures of Kobe and his daughter? Just oh, You can just see their connection. Right. Like You can just see it. And right. You know, as sad and as tragic and completely heartbreaking right. as the situation is, I feel like if he knew that he sparked these conversations of family, that he right. sparked these conversations of being a girl dad, that right. he sparked conversations of what it means to be a father, like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like that alone, I don't know, I feel like he would be proud of that, yeah. that that's the conversations that are taking place. Yeah, that's
1: a legacy he left for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: So I can definitely. I mean, that, and it inspires me too as a mom, right. you know, just like, man, like I, I I, hope that I have that impact. Or I hope that, just as parents in general, exactly. I feel like it's not just mothers or fathers, but, right. you know, just, hey, I want to make sure that my daughter knows yeah. she can do anything. Yep. So, yeah. 100% yep. agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Naturally, being a guy, I remember when I found out, and I just posted this on Facebook recently, but. You know, my mom reminds me often when we went to the sonogram and found out the sex of my daughter, the, her gender, you know, I was I was disappointed. You know, I wanted a boy. I'm I'm a guy. So I, I naturally wanted a son. And I was I was I was super disappointed. You know, my daughter came into my life like I wouldn't trade her for anything. There's no boy. There's no son that could ever take her place in my life. Um, I mean, you know, she's my world and you know i'm so excited that she's in my life and i'm i'm so glad that that god knew what he was doing and i didn't have my choice you know what i mean cuz she 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 is what i needed you know she's uh um i couldn't have been matched with a a, a better daughter and, and I hope that she thinks that she could have been matched with a better dad, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, just the bond and even other guys, like I said, there's a couple other guys that have reached out to me, a couple other fathers that have daughters. And there's just a bond with that. Da- dads have with their daughters. I, I can't explain it. There's a bond. I mean, you know, we're just naturally, obviously overly protective. And we obviously know what how guys think and how guys move and how guys operate. So we kind of bring that To our daughters, and just let them know you don't fall for no bull. Like this is, you know, this is what guys, this is how guys think, you know. So I think we could provide a perspective. Nothing against, you know, the mother and daughter, but we can provide a perspective and insight that your, you know, some mothers can't provide, you know, just because we the guys that are gonna come after you, we were them. So uh, yeah, we and and this just it's just that bond, that protective bond. You know, I, I heard somebody. A friend of mine um, that I work with in the real estate industry, she told me that, um, I don't know how true this is or not, but she told me that, like, she has a daughter, and her her daughter's dad was very active and involved with her daughter growing up, and because they had such a close bond, like, her daughter growing up is not, really, not real boy crazy, you know, so she doesn't, like, crave attention from boys or men or whatever, and she says she thinks it has a lot to do because her dad was actively involved in her life, you know, had a real close bond with her, And so, you know, I I think it is important for dads to be involved in their daughters' lives so that, you know, girls grow up respecting themselves and knowing their worth and not just falling for anything, you know what I mean? And just, um, you know, just just know what's coming, know know why it's coming so they can just grow up as well-respected young ladies.
0: So I think I heard um, someone say this to me one time was fathers – provide a different sense or some type of identity like security in their identity mm-hmm. that is different than what mother's given again like you to me from my perspective as a single parent myself parenthood was never intended to be a one person job right
1: I agree
0: but you're put in these situations where you have to be yep. and so then you're like okay now I gotta step it up double time yep. you know but there are things like I provide the best that I can right. for my daughter. But right. there is, if her dad were active in her life, there's something that she would gain from that. Right. That I maybe can't give her. Exactly. That yep. type of relationship yep. that is not going to be there. Right. Not to say that, she's gonna be lacking anything right, from it sure. but there's just that that other part that she is missing
1: for sure, for sure. so and plus is i mean it takes a lot of the burden off of you too you know a, a lot of burden that you know maybe getting her to a place or mm-hmm. taking her to the doctor or you know all that kind of stuff i mean there's so much burden that falls on you yeah you know that what he could alle- help alleviate you know i don't know who he is so you know i'm not judging him or anything <laughs> but just saying you know i mean it could alleviate a lot of burden off of you you know yeah
0: but I think it really is important to focus on fathers. And I think it's important to highlight um, the importance of fathers in the community. I think mm-hmm. it's really fantastic mm-hmm. just how you are doing that. I appreciate that. You know, you're taking the time to say, hey, as fathers, you have to step it up. You right. have to 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 see the importance of the role that you do play. And right. it can't be the mom doing it all. Right. Like, you exactly. have a responsibility to do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that I think that that's really important for the community to hear and for the community to know. Yeah. So is there anything you want to add about your about your show or? Anything no, you guys uh,
1: just like I said, you know, earlier, just, um, you know, want people to tune in. We have a lot of great content on there, a lot of great guests, a lot of great guests coming up. So, you know, again, you know, just follow us, listen to us every Friday at 1130 on 100.1 FM. Uh, in Kansas City or 1kcradio.org backslash listen. Um, again, you know, follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, at Lunch Squad KC. And, you know, obviously go uh, search our podcast out so you can listen to our pod, our past uh, podcast and, and guests. Um, just search The Lunch Squad on whatever your chosen platform is. So definitely tune in. Like I said, a lot of great content. We're about to be doing – we're just talking. Uh, we just had a meeting. We're going to be doing a lot more stuff where we're going to be going to remote locations and so forth and so on. I also want to say shout-out to uh, Dynasty Apparel. They they sponsor the show. So, Dynasty Apparel is obviously a local uh, apparel company. Uh, Got a lot of good stuff. Got a lot of Chiefs gear. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that and then, you know, just just, just me personally, you know, just follow me on Facebook. Just search my name, Loray, L-O-R-A-Y. Uh, Last name Easterwood Um, You know Just follow me on there I, You know I got a lot of real estate Stuff going on Got a lot of great content On my YouTube channel About real estate I'm constantly throwing out Knowledge And stuff about that So I got a lot going on With that And I got a couple Other podcasts I'm working on right now Actually I got a fitness podcast That we're currently developing So just I'm just all about knowledge You know Knowledge mm-hmm. Spreading positivity You know I think there's There's so much negativity and stuff in the world and on on social media and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, just trying to counterbalance that and, like I said, throw out as much love as possible, throw out as much, um, you know, positivity as possible, as much knowledge, education. Uh, Knowledge is so huge and key, you know, this day and age. You know, we're in the information age. But just the more you know about something, the more confident you are. And so many people get taken advantage of because of what they don't know. And It's not that it's their fault. But, uh, you know, I just have a thirst for knowledge um, and understanding. And and so, you know, I just like to spread that that knowledge and that love, you know.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something also in the same vein of this good for your daughter to see. Oh yeah, very for sure. empowering. And that's
1: I'm so glad you said it. So she she obviously I mean, I, it goes without saying she's my number one motivation. Right. Mm-hmm. She's the reason why I do what I do, uh, which of course, is where that series came from, which is why I chose to do real estate, which is why I take on some other stuff. But I want to be. My my number one thing in life is to be an example for her, right? Which is why, you know, Kobe's passing was so was so touching was because I, I felt like he was that same way. You know, I think he wanted to be an example for his daughters. He wanted to push them and, you know, just be that support for them. And that's how I am, my daughter. You know, I just want to be, uh, you know, I, I asked her the other day. I said, do you know that daddy loves you? She said, yeah. I said, why? How do you know that? She said, because you tell me all the time, you know, and I didn't realize, I, tell, I know I tell her a lot, but, you know, I, I want her to know. That she is my party. Nothing, no one could ever take her place in my life. Uh, you know, she's the reason why I do what I do, and I do want to be that example for her. I want to, you know, provide her with knowledge and and be a role model for her and stuff that I wasn't privy to when I was growing up. You know, I want her to be forward thinking. You know, I want her to just know that. I mean, this day and age, that as a female, as a black female. Um, you can do anything you want to. You could even be president by the time you get older. I mean you could whatever you set your mind to. You know, I don't ever want her to uh be closed minded, just be open minded and just, just have some purpose in life and like I said, know your worth and you know, respect yourself and make sure people respect you and, and all that kind of stuff, you know. So just provide that presence uh in her life. Yeah, just like I said, just be a role model for her. I want her to be the best she can be. Yeah.
0: Sure, well yeah. again, thank you so much. No for- problem. Being here for talking to well, us about I, being a girl dad. Yeah, I, Well, I
1: thank you for reaching out to me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it.
0: Um, so, again, go ahead and just leave your contact information for anybody who might be interested in you, your yeah. show, Fridays with Fathers, all the information you yeah. can
1: give. Yeah, yeah. So, you can, uh, my YouTube channel, again, just search my name, uh, Loray Easterwood, L-O-R-A-Y, Easterwood, and you will, you will see me on there. So, just search that out. Uh, also, you can email me list with Loray, L-I-S-T-W-I-T-H-L-O-R-A-Y at gmail.com. Um, again, I'm on Facebook, you know, I'm on Instagram at the real Loray. I'm gonna laugh, but <laughs> I don't even know where I got that title from. But <laughs> yeah, um, you know, yeah, just search me. I'm, I'm very easy to find. Um, you know, I appreciate any and all support for sure. And I've been getting a lot of love for my video series. So definitely appreciate that.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so
1: much. Thanks a lot. I yeah, appreciate it. Of
0: course. And that was Lorraine Easterwood, father, realtor, entrepreneur. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Northeast Newscast. I'm Elizabeth Orozco.